the Sunshine Patriot in a Crisis shrinks from the service of their country. Winter is coming, and we know what is coming with it. No matter your current position on the journey, stay a while. This is where you can find the tools and the fire to continue on your path. Hello, welcome to another episode of Winter's Call Podcast. I'm Odin. This is Tim. And as you can see from the title of this particular episode, we're going to talk some conspiracy theories. History rhymes again. Bum, bum, bum. It's going to get spicy. Well, I don't know if it's going to get spicy. We will probably disagree at some points because I'm willing to look at it from a 30,000 foot view and you're still battling people on the ground because their points are stupid and you want to beat them and I just want to watch it. So, 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 our, just so our... you know, just so you know, Odin has told me that I cannot keep beating a dead horse. It's pointless. I'd like to remind everybody in the audience. It depends on if the other horses are watching. <laughs> fair, fair, fair. I get it. I get it. All right, know, so... The reason I say it's going to get spicy, it's me. I'm going to get angry because at some point when we're talking about this, there is a subject that's going to come up. Yeah, I get it. So, all right. So what do I mean when I say history rhymes again? In the beginning of the year, Tear and Balder gave me shit. Because right as the new year started, I say, go, do you realize that it is 2022? But not like 2022, but as in 2020 version 2.0. And they went, shut up. And sure enough, here we are. So... I want to sit here and I want to talk about Ukraine, but I want to take it from the 30,000 foot view, right? If you sit here, and and it'll make sense when I explain it, I want to sit here and take you back uh, to uh, social media. If you sit here and you, if you sit here and you say anything against Ukraine, right? Uh, against the Ukrainian people, you're automatically pro-Russian and pro-Putin, right? If you are, if you say anything pro-Ukraine, there's a certain segment of the population that looks at you and says that you are part of the New World Order. This is division and they're splitting you. So what do I mean by it's 2.0, 2022, version 2. I'm going to take you back to March of 2020. COVID has come out, right? And if you wore a mask, right, or if you didn't wear a mask, you were going to kill grandma. But if you wore a mask, there was a certain segment of the population that would call you a sheep. A fucking sheep. Now, I don't care what your stance was or is on it. It's not the point. What I'm saying is, is that it, the same people that organized that same divide are the same people that are currently pushing the narrative for or against uh, Ukraine. It's very simple when you look at it from the high view that we can't trust anything coming out of the countries because they're all propaganda. The Snake Island people, 
They may have said it, though that's not verifiable, right? But we know that they didn't die, right? Unless you believe the Ukrainian government and their propaganda says that the 82 sailors that were on the island that were captured, that Russia claims were captured, were actually people in, were Russians in Ukrainian uniforms to destroy the narrative. What I'm saying is, is that right now is not the time for us to sit here and be, you know, picking a side per se. But more importantly, let's go back to the history rhyming. When it first came out, they told you that there were certain things you weren't allowed to talk about. You couldn't talk about hydroxychloroquine. You couldn't talk about ivermectin. You couldn't talk about alternative medicines, right? It was fear porn, fear porn, fear porn, but no answers. Right now, we're talking about economic sanctions while we're still buying gas and oil from Russia. Economic sanctions, but we're not going to kick them all out of this. We're not going to kick them totally out of this SWIFT banking system yet. Russia is working with China to sit here and still get their money, right? We're not talking about ants just like back in March of 2020, right? We're not talking about answers that really work. If you wanted to economically cripple Russia, you would not be talking about economic sanctions. You would be talking about drilling for gas in the United States on a, on a, on a, a scale that we haven't seen in, in years, right? You would drill because Russia only makes money off of their fuel and oil or their gas and oil if gas is over $70 a barrel. You don't buy gas from your enemies in an effort to want to start a war with that same fucking enemy. We're avoiding the concept. We're taking little measures, little itty bitty bitty measures that don't do anything really, but give the appearance of trying. And I go back to March of 2020. They told you that you should stay home, that you do fears, that you wear the mask. All of this we know is a lie. That they lied to us the entire time. Right? They did all of these things. And yet, the things they could have done that would have made a difference, they ignored. Why? So that they could gain control. So now let's go back to Russia. If they're not doing the things that they know will make a difference, why? Because they want to take control. They want to sit here and distract you from the shit that really matters. In 2020, is they wanted you to be afraid. They wanted you to focus on anything except for how well America was doing. Now they want to do it because America's fucking burning. They want to turn your direction instead of within from to without. Look at how they're covering the Freedom Convoy with the trucks. Oh, wait, it's not in the news cycle anymore. They want to sit here and they want to take your attention from the COVID narrative. Last week, the State of Union happens tomorrow. Last week, you had to wear a mask and be vaccinated to attend. Now, they don't care what changed. 
they have a patsy to take your distraction. They can distract you because they understand that the lockdowns and all of this is super, super negative. They want to do all of these things to sit here and, and ramp it up. They want to control you. That is their ultimate goal. And they don't care who dies, who they control, or they're going to divide you and they're going to control you. That has been their goal for millennia, if you believe in the cabal, right? But in terms of government, you know that's always been their control. They always want control, gun control. It's about control. Where you move, how you buy stuff. When you have a war that's actually happening that says we need to focus on green energy within the United States, but there's a war over there and we're still buying oil from our enemies, you're either being run by evil people or idiots. And I think that they're using President Potato Head to make it seem like we're being run by idiots. But we're actually being run by evil people. If I was to ask you, Mr. Tears, since you haven't said a whole lot, who is more evil? Huh? Oh, I'm just waiting. Who is more evil? Justin Trudeau or Vladimir Putin? Who is Vladimir, more evil? Vladimir Putin, because Putin has no qualms about killing his own. Vladimir Putin is more evil. I agree with you. Now, who has more... Who has... Who has more control? Justin Trudeau. No, no, no. Who is more dangerous to the average American citizen? Oh, Justin, Justin Trudeau, Trudeau or Putin. Right, because Trudeau created laws so that he could see how much money you were spending. Oh, no, so here's the reason why. uh, It's actually simpler than that. It's way more simple than that. Trudeau is a dog turd that's been dipped in fucking chocolate and sprinkles. It looks pretty. It looks nice, but it's rotten to the core. It's insidious and it's dangerous. Putin is at least just honest about how evil he is. No, no, no. I disagree with you. I don't think that it's a pretty package wrapped up. I think it's the fact that when it comes to the individual rights of your average American citizen, I'm not talking about the country as a whole, that Trudeau is more dangerous because he has the ability to negatively impact your bank account, your freedoms, and your... Putin? Uh, Putin does... I disagree. I disagree because for the first time in 60 years, we hit DEFCON 2. And it wasn't Trudeau. Well, so if we're talking into, if we're talking like physical danger, I'm going to go with Putin every time. But when we're talking actual danger of losing your rights or swaying people's opinions to allowing them to be fucking sheep, Trudeau is the prettier package. He looks nicer than Putin. He looks more humanitarian than Putin. He looks more freedom than Putin. But he's actually the same, if not worse. He literally had the people, he he has literally, over the last, what, how many, how long has he been up there, 10 years? I don't know. He's been up there a good minute, but throughout the whole time, he's very slowly, very insidiously capitalized on humans, on, on Canadians and just humanity in general, humans' weakness of feeling comfort. And he's capitalized on it in a way that Putin never did. Putin has always been in your face, you don't like it, fuck off. I'm in control. Trudeau... Fucked them in the ass, made them believe that it was their own idea. 
that insidious nature to me is more dangerous because when you have something polarizing like Putin, you'll get people on the right and the left in the United States that will agree that Putin needs to go. Because he's in your face about it. No, you won't. You'll always have people who will sit here and will side with Putin. You'll have your communists who will side with Putin because he's communist. But you'll have people who believe that he's in... I'll try to nitpick this one. You think about it. One of the few, if you had the two leaders, the only one you could get both the right and the left to actually agree on getting rid of would be Putin. I think because he because he poses an actual fucking physical risk. I mean, if you're looking at it from a physical standpoint only, yes. From an ideological, no. Yeah, but we're not. Let's let's not let's not joke and kid with ourselves. Most Americans are too fucking stupid to understand the ideology. Yeah, I, I said it. I don't. I don't care. They're lazy. They don't do their own fucking research. I get it. I. I mean, I'm not going to argue with you on this point. I think you're wrong, but I'm not going to argue <laughs> how, with you. On how this am point. I wrong though? Okay. There are people who will side with Putin. And, and I'm going to bring up one example just because I know it's going to piss you off and I want a spicy episode. Q is going to side with Putin. Of course Q is. But but the reason they're doing it is because they're trying to convince people that Ukraine is responsible for taking down Trump. That Ukraine is responsible for human trafficking. That you're, you, It is what I tried to explain to Reaper. Right, they're a patsy. No, that they hate so much that even when the bad guys say a good thing, they're going to take the opposite side. If Hitler came out and said that the Holocaust was bad, they would be pro-Holocaust simply because of the fact that the other guy said it. If the, if George Soros came out in support of Ukraine. So instantly, Ukraine must be evil and Russia is good. Let's not play any games here. They are both corrupt fucking governments, but one has nuclear weapons and the other one does not. (laughs) One wants to play well with the others. The other one wants to take over the others. Well, Ukraine is kind of sitting in their own... the the situation in Ukraine when it comes to NATO is yeah, but they've been asking to join NATO for years. Yeah. Okay, have you have you looked into that? I have, and it's they're still willing to play ball with the European Union. They just emergency petition to join the EU again. Yeah, because they understand that they're screwed if they try to go toe to toe with them for any length of time. One wants to play well with the others. One wants to destroy everybody else and take over. Okay, no, hold on. Ukraine was the whore in this one. Let's not let's not mince words. I'm not saying that Ukraine deserves it. The Ukrainian government was being a whore. They sit here and they went to the European Union and NATO and they said, hey, can we join NATO? And they went, sure, here's what you need to do. You need to give up this amount of money and this many troops and this amount of resources. And Ukraine went, well, we don't want to pay the 2% of our GDP, so let's sit here and argue and negotiate. How about 1.1? 1. 1? 
And NATO went, no. And Ukraine went, okay. Can we talk? Can we talk about the irony of NATO saying that, considering almost every single fucking nation in NATO hasn't paid their dues? I get it, but they need to sign it on paper. We know they're not going to follow through with it. That's why I didn't know. I don't understand why Ukraine just didn't went sure. <laughs> but anyhow, so no, okay, you could call them the whore, and they probably are. But let's let's even say they're at least willing to play ball. Now they're wanting now, like any good whore, they're wanting to have the best price they can get. Hold on. Let me let me finish my analogy before you say you're trying to tear it apart. Russia comes in and sits here and goes, hey, we love you long time. We won't ask you to give anything up, but we want to sit here and run all these gas lines and the ports through your country. We'll give you money to sit here and run our gas lines through. And to be part of our research, we, you know, we'll give you money as long as you play ball. And Ukraine went, well, okay, let me see what you got. So they started to get money from Russia while still courting the Ukraine. Or while still courting NATO at the same time. And then all of a sudden, shit got out of hand. And the NATO went, you know what? You don't want to play. That's fine. We're just going to leave you alone. You know, kind of like right after... Russia took Georgia under Bush, and then Crimea, Ukraine went, ah, oh, fuck. Uh, so uh, can we negotiate? And and NATO went, nope. And then Russia went, you know what? We're tired of your shit. So Ukraine is ours now, or uh, Crimea is ours, and uh, we own the area where our pipelines go through. And Ukraine went, well, that's not fair. That's what I'm talking about. But let's look at it from the pro-Russian side. Imagine, right? Remember how I said that history rhymes? Again. Ready? Imagine that the United States had a foreign country outside of our borders that wasn't necessarily friendly with us, but they were weak, and we knew that we could crush them, right? And then a superpower decides that they want to move nuclear weapons and military capabilities to that country. And we went, hey, hold on a second. This is a little too close to our borders. And we went, you need to turn it around or we're going to turn, we're going to go to DEFCON 2. And we're going to do a naval blockade. And it's the closest time in history that we were ever to nuclear war. It is literally the Cuban Missile Crisis replayed on Russia's side. Just let that sink in. We decided that we want to sit here and equip somebody right outside of their borders within striking distance and they can't answer. The amount of time that those missiles would take from launch to Moscow is minutes. If you're a sovereign nation, who is paranoid as shit, you know what I mean, of the other person, right? And they sit here and they go, hey, you know that little nation over there that doesn't have nuclear weapons? Yeah, we're going to give it nuclear weapons. Yeah, we know it's not friendly to you, but we're going to arm it anyhow because we're afraid that you're going to go after them and using diplomatic aid. We didn't give them nuclear weapons. We gave them cruise missiles, but... We didn't give who nuclear weapons? Ukraine. 
You are correct. Yet. If they join NATO, what the fuck do you think they get? Mm, then again, Belarus just decided they just voted and, and said that the Russians can store their nuclear weapons over there. Exactly. <laughs> and Turkey, who is the second most powerful nation militarily in the EU after the United or at, uh, of NATO other than the United States. So here it goes. I'm going to do business with Ukraine and Russia. So fuck y'all. So <laughs> capitalism. But if you want to see. Here's the thing about Ukraine, though. You can call them the whore, but yeah, they still tried to get the best price. And if, if I'm going to be fucked by larger nations around me, I want to at least get the best price. I'm not saying it's wrong, but what I'm saying, and I'm not judging them. I understand geopolitics by looking at it from the 30,000 foot view, but I'm not picking a side. Now, if the United about- States wants to end the thing with Russia, they drill. If Russia wants to end the United the United States, and this is the big issue that everybody's missing, if you kick Russia out of the Swiss system, China's going to back them. With China, if you kick Russia out, then Syria's out, Iran is out, all the OPEC countries, they're going to sit here, they're going to go with China, because those are your two major competitive units for OPEC oil. And they all hate the United States, because we decide that we're going to bomb people when it suits us, and then have the moral outrage to sit here and be upset Question. when Russia does it. What? Why did we just, you know, shell the shit out of Somalia? I have no idea. I thought it was Sudan. No, it's Somalia. Oh. Anyhow, so... but well, Now you're going to make me fucking question it. But back to my point, Russia and all of these OPEC countries decide to go with China? Guess what? The United States is not the reserve currency of the world anymore. And our economy will crumble. Well, and here's the stupid thing. Our economy will fucking crumble because we have morons like Biden and the whole new green energy bullshit. When we have bigger reserves, we have bigger production, if we would just do it, than Saudi Arabia. All of OPEC. We have more oil than all of OPEC. And we should have capitalized on it. Why haven't we? Oh, that's easy. And it has nothing because more no to... money. No, 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 no. It's all about money. No, I was saying there's no money in it for the people on our side if we were to start drilling. No, no, there is, but they want more. Here's what I'm saying. Right now, they predict that Saudi Arabia and OPEC will be out of oil in 35 years. Guess whose gas now becomes infinitely more valuable? It's all about money. If they get, if they sit here and the cost of oil gets too low, right? Gets too low. It gets out companies that do fracking. It gets out company AO, the the smaller countries. It prices them out of the market. So they have to keep this balance, right? So that everybody's happy. But eventually Saudi Arabia is going to run out of oil in 35 years. And the cost of oil is going to be set entirely by the United States. And guess what? They're waiting for it. They're not looking at it as, you know, it cost me $140 to fill up my tank. They don't give a fuck. They're talking about right now gas is at $100 a barrel. If OPEC runs out of oil and the United States runs it, we can charge anything we fucking want. And there's not a damn thing you can do about it. That's why they're leaving it in the ground. 
I know from a business point of view, it makes sense, but when you're facing yourself down, like it is an easy way to get rid of people that don't like us. Like if they're really going to run out in 35 years, if we're the only oil, then we can bring people like China and Russia to their knees. Yeah. Or we spark World War III anyway, because they go, no, we're not going to do that. We'll take over and sell it ourselves. Pretty much. So I don't think it's going to matter one way or the other on that. But I, what what annoys the fuck out of me is I know you say that it was, you know, they're causing division, just like the masks did. And you know what? To a degree, you're right. But these fucking Q-tarts keep saying the goddamn stupidest shit. Yeah, but see, that's your emotional response to Q. Because... You're, that's why I talk about how me and you are going to differ on this is that I'm looking at it from emotionally detached 30,000 feet and you're trying to beat them off going, do you not understand that there are people fucking dying? It's not even just that. He's like, they're, they're believing the most, they're believing the most asinine pablum puking bullshit. Yeah, Russia's just over here helping fight the new world order. So suddenly Russia's on our fucking side? Russia's not on our side. Russia's however, however, Russia is definitely playing it smart. You realize that he's playing Q hard, right? Oh, yeah. When he sits here, he uses like... words like, I'm going to go into Ukraine to denazify. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's brilliant on his side. And I that's one thing I've always said. It's like the, the Putin terrifies me because not only not only does it seem like most of the Western world kind of shrugs off whatever he does, they kind of ignore him. But you sit there, you're like, this dude acts big, bad. He he's like Trump, loudmouth when he needs to be. But that that asshole's doing things behind the scenes, going, no, 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 no. You just watch this. Pay attention to this hand. Here's my left hand, and don't pay attention to the fact that I'm about to slap the shit out of you with my right. He's fucking tactically brilliant. He is. Look, he is KGB, former KGB, probably still KGB, even though he's in charge. And he doesn't care about his own people. So that's why I tell people that when you sit here and you factor war of the United States versus China or the United States versus Russia. Well, the Chinese are sitting there going like, hey, I got like half a billion more I can fucking weigh, so we're we're good. No. Russia doesn't give a damn. All in all, the United States would win those battles. There's, There's a problem, though. Those two countries can make decisions that ours cannot. If China and Russia were to evade the United States in a ground warfare, which I don't think they would do. There are other ways to cripple us. But if they were to do it on ground, they know that the government does not have the balls to nuke its own citizens on its own soil. That is not a true statement if you were to invade China or Russia. Because China and Russia have huge land masses and they don't give a fuck about their people. That's like, oh, the old, the oligarchs are going to sit here and overthrow Putin. <laughs> no, they're not, because their fucking money is tied to him. And they know it. I, I just listen to these things. Like, I know you're talking about division. I know you're trying to tell us that we should you know, pay attention to a bigger fucking picture. And I get that. And I understand you realize that when, when we're talking tactically, I usually agree with you. But I'll be goddamned if half of my camp is going to turn around and try to kill me because they're fucking morons. And that's I get that. Well, that's basically where we are. It's like it's all fine and good to see it from 30,000 feet. We both do. We both understand what's going on. My problem is I just don't have the patience that you do, and I just want to slap the fuck out of stupid people. 
I'm 31. You've got more experience in this patience bullshit. <laughs> but what what drives me up a wall is I say you realize that you can't even depend on your own uh, on our own side anymore. You can't because either a they're they're too fucking stupid to realize reality, or they know what's going on and just don't care. They would rather accept that, that there is a messiah coming. That there is a great master plan. That there is a storm coming. That why do you say that? Because I know it spins you up. <laughs> God damn fucking! There ain't no fucking plan. Uh, I, okay, I want to read you. Uh, apparently, I can't make a video about this because uh, dude went private. What a bitch! Before I even got a chance to take him on, that makes me sad. Anyway. He sends me, uh, so this is on on Reaper's page, right? Okay. Okay, let me read this to you. It's all Biden's fault because he has dirty money and dirty hands in Ukraine as well as others. Ukraine is the mafia of the world. No, but okay. Uh, you're watching fake news. Funny how I see people still going on about their business. Supposedly six military dead on an island are alive. It was 82, you dipshit. Did you know that there was a video of the training and it was from several years ago? Everything you see, including the tank, is just a fake. And I have seen Ukrainian people stating that there's no one dying. Hmm, wake up. Well, I hate to say it, but the fucking video that you're referring to is a guy that says, I'm fourth generation Ukrainian in America. Like, so you don't know shit. Like, it's this kind of asinine bullshit. And they're... They've convinced so many people to sit and do fucking nothing. My favorite die because of these fucks my favorite is you my favorite statement is you cannot on the cue boards is you cannot trust the ukrainian tiktok people because they are pro-ukrainian anti-russia yeah because it's where they fucking live asshole you can't trust them they're using video games these people i'm gonna say it I'm going to say it. I know I shouldn't, but I'm going to. And I hope somebody clips this, and I hope it finds its way to TikTok. You peppy little spit fucks are the same kind of people that will turn over Anne Frank. You peppy little spit fucks are the ones that are going to sit here and be like, no, 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 no. See, there, they're the terrorists over there. We're sitting here doing nothing. We're, we're following the plan. Are these people up here actually standing up making a goddamn difference are the enemy. And... I go back to what I said in the video. You do not have the right or the authority to demand that 40 million Ukrainians lay down their lives for 18,000 or 18 million or however many kids are involved in trafficking. And if you really, really fucking cared about human trafficking, you would guard our own fucking borders because the United States is the number one customer for child trafficking. Just let that sink in. While you're all worried about some mysterious hospital in fucking Ukraine, 800,000 children disappear every year in the United States for child trafficking. You have parents who are selling their own children for $250,000 a year. You are looking at the largest consumer of child pornography and child trafficking in the United States 
But yes, please, by all means, tell me how bad Ukraine is. Hey, you want to know something funny? Hmm. Here, let me let me piss them off one more time. So all these bastards, right? They're complaining about you know Ukraine, and they're wanting to you know shut down Ukraine and block their borders so they could stop child trafficking. I'm gonna say the same thing to them that I did about Biden. It's so nice when people care about borders. Just too bad it's not our own. Fair. Although it is kind of refreshing to understand to have all the people who are pro-Ukrainian all of a sudden realize why the Second Amendment matters. They're all like they're giving them good. What pisses me off though is that the same people who are cheering for the people in Russia, by the way, the four hundred and sixty thousand that have already been arrested, protesters in Russia, right? And the people fighting against their own governments in fuck or fighting against an invading force in Ukraine are the same people who demonized the freedom convoy, demonized January 6th, and demonized Kyle Rittenhouse. You know what? Once upon a time, you told me that you thought Q was controlled opposition, and I said that I thought it was just stupidity. Nah, you're right. It's controlled opposition. I mean, and like to a degree, I, I understood what you meant, but it's until recently, you haven't really seen it on display, but it's there for everyone to see. They are literally, it's the same people in charge. They want you to do nothing. They want you to act like it doesn't exist. And I, I keep seeing this whole from Q. It's like, oh, don't believe any of the videos you see. I'm like, there are thousands of video clips. There are thousands of hours. Look, we, we talked about the same thing with September 11th. When you can convince a population that all of the video cameras, that all of the phone videos, that all of everything, security cameras, all of that are lying and the government justified it. If you want to say that the planes weren't the only thing that brought down the buildings, I can do I We can have that debate. If you want to sit here and tell me that the government planted explosives in the building and then waited for the planes to hit it so that they could set off controlled demolition, I can have that conversation with you. But you, when you want to look at me straight in the face and say the planes were never there, Fuck off. If you, these are the same people who believe in a flat earth. I'm just saying that every other planet in the solar system, right? <laughs> all of the stars, all of them are round, but the United but but the earth is flat. Um no. Or we're in a fishbowl or fucking a snow globe, whatever fucking you know, that has that has absolutely just blown my mind. Is you know literally like one of on my statement like with the video that I was that I made the one that got me banned on all three accounts right there was a comment before I got banned that I never got a chance to actually react to by a name, some dude named Gatesman one six seven yeah I didn't forget you fuck nut anyway um his statement was. Oh, look, here's someone who believes everything NASA tells them. I bet you believe the Earth is round. I'm like, how the hell are you going to look at the rest of the known universe and realize it's all fucking round, except for this one? So what? Got all these balls going around and we're a fucking plate? 
Yes. I hate people. You know, the, 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 the older I get, the more we have these discussions, the more I realize that Killdozer was right. All right, I'm just going to say it. <laughs> okay, so there is, there is lore, right? Mythology. From way, 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 way back, right? Like, that the earth is covered with a blanket. And that it was so dark that the ravens had to go pluck holes in it to let in light from the universe around it. Still more fucking believable than flat earth. <laughs> yes. That the earth is riding around on a turtle. Still more believable than flat earth. And I know, I know people are going to be like, but Odin, the Bible talks about that there's angels at the four quarters. Yes, the four directions on a fucking compass, you dumb, stupid assholes. There was one comment that was made that I didn't want to bring up, but I'm going to. One of the girls that that follows me and she's a she's lovely and a bit of a firebrand she's a lot like me and has no qualms about saying things that are hurtful um <laughs> she made a comment she goes you realize that q is just antifa for conservative christians <laughs> and i about fell off my fucking i disagree with that statement you don't <laughs> well, get to add christian to it and the no, reason i say that is no, because if you go far enough into q right you end up not being a christian no but how you, many people that we how many people have we known that were good Christians join Q and end up worshiping fucking crystals? And calling God the devil, and that Mary is actually the God S, and the Bible is nothing but lies, and it was written by opposition. Um, what? <laughs> One of these ones is not like the other one. One of these ones is not quite the same. <laughs> one of these things just doesn't belong here. Well, I mean, look, if if you're if you're not Christian and you want to bash Christians, I get it. But no, if you want to claim to a Christian and she made that comment, she goes, yo, it's funny to me. That you know, and and I have to agree, I know where you're coming from, and I know that the logical progression is. But think about it. Most of these idiots that start out in Q are conservative Christians. How to put this? I don't think that the two... I, I don't think they're that... They're not mutually exclusive? Right, right. I don't think they're mutually exclusive because I believe that Christians, by their very nature, are more conspiratorial because they believe that there is a... That there is a supernatural war going on for the battle of people's souls. They're more open to uh, conspiracy theories. Does that make sense? But the conspiracy theorists are not necessarily Q. Though, the more I go through all of this stuff, the more I'm, I think that 
uh, conspiracy theorists are the little marbles in the Hungry Hungry Hippo game, and mm-hmm. all of the fucking hippos mm-hmm. are cute people, and they reach out and they grab one and pull them fucking in, and grab another one and pull them in, and it's just that one little marble, which is me, motherfucker, that sit here dodging the hippos, going, "Nope, not get me. Nope, not get me. Nope, not get me." <laughs> I mean, fair to a degree, I could agree, but it's it, you when you sit there, and you realize, oh shit, she's not that far off. Because how many times you've been, you and I made that comment? It's sad to see that a lot of these people start out on the right path and end up worshiping cosmic energy. I get it. I mean, I don't underget why they do it, but I get what you're saying. <laughs> and I, it's it's beyond asinine. They give away, when you give away your agency, your responsibility for the way things work in the world, it allows you to believe in anything that's going to save you. And instead of, let's be honest, if you want an easy life, Christian, the Christian belief is not the one that you're going to get if you believe in the true teachings of Jesus. And the reason I say that is, is because he says you will be persecuted. And people don't want to be persecuted. People don't want to be attacked. People don't want to sit here and have this evil shit happen to them and look up at God and go, why? Because they did it to my son. You're not greater than your master. And they go, well, I don't like that. So I'm going to believe in gray aliens and cosmic powers and crystals because I think it's they'll take care of me. And they say that I can live a life of happiness and joy and, you know, and uh, kumbaya bullshit instead of fighting. And it's easy. That's why. If- well, I, won't, I won't disagree with that, but I think, it's, I think it's sad that... How to put this? I think it's sad that most of these people that are screaming the loudest are the ones that used to be the biggest Bible thumpers. I disagree, but... Oh, we know in a lot of them. Oh, and I'll say this. Now, here's one. I go, okay, so I, I hit Christianity, and I understand that's a sore spot. All these fucks are also Masons that never understood the actual tenets of Masonry. And I'll say that as a Freemason. But it's on both sides of it. And and you sit there and you realize what the, the one thing these people have in common is they need a sense of belonging that they're not getting from somewhere else. A sense of relevancy, a sense of... No, togetherness they're just like the left it is not equality it is not any of it is not purpose they want to be thought of as fucking special yep and it breaks my heart but i you know we've seen i don't know how many you've watched i know that we've both talked about being up all night several nights watching different things happening um, I have gotten since Ukraine. I have gotten a total of six hours of sleep. You got me beat. Though one of those wasn't my fault. One of those is you know we stayed up. At I was gonna say you beat me in six hours one day because you passed the fuck out and then woke up and you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> Apparently, your body said low power mode. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. You're in low power mode. You you no longer have time. But like, barely a few hours of sleep each night because we're we're watching this, and I I see people reject reality, and I'm like, I finally understand 
I finally understand something that that makes me sad, but it also makes me more angry. I've always made that statement that the the sheep on the right scare me more than the sheep on the left ever will. Yeah. That's been cemented into such a way where I feel that the the sheep on the right are just as much, if not more, my enemy. I'm not going to go quite that far. Yeah, you think about it. Now think about this for a second. They're willing to belittle, attack, demolish, destroy you because you do not follow their narrative. That's because you go fucking fight them one-on-one, jackass. Not the reason that I don't... No, no, no. The reason that I don't say that I don't believe that they're my enemy is because I don't believe that sheep are my fucking enemy. I believe that sheep are in my fucking way. There's a difference. (laughs) I do not hate them because of their beliefs. I do not hate them because of the way that they... That, is that a is that an old man thing that they're being in your way is different than them being your enemy? Because in my brain they're in my way that makes them my enemy. No, it's just it. I look at it <laughs> different. Like okay, they're okay. Look, I've talked to you about my stoicism, right? One right. of the tenets is is that the obstacle becomes the way, right? So I don't get mad when people are in my fucking way. They're just an obstacle, and it's my chance to go through them. Right. If they're my enemy, I'm going to actively seek to destroy them. Does that that does that help clarify it at all? Like if there are a herd of sheep and they're on the side of the road, right? Or they're in my way and I beep the horn in my car and they all move off of the side of the road, right? I don't care. They were an obstacle. I can weave my way through it, all of that stuff. Is way different than I pull up to the herd of sheep and they start to eat my fucking car. See the difference between those two thoughts? (laughs) One may slow me down, but the other one is active. I'm fine. I get it. You Mr. Binary. (laughs) Like I want to argue, but you're also right. Like I wish I could describe. I've tried and, and you have to admit, I have done a lot better than I was. But I've tried to ascribe to stoicism, but I just, that's one concept I cannot wrap my brain around because if you're in my way, you're my enemy. And if you're my enemy, the best defense is an overwhelming offense. Yeah. Even though, even though stoicism, and and I think that the, the part that would, that you would like about stoicism is that it's taking that naturally step back and removing emotions from it. Is fine, but you have that whole berserker mode engage mode, and I have it too, but I don't, like, mine is more on a one-on-one level, yours is more an entire fucking movement, you know what I mean? Yeah, I've never really been good at, at, at you know, my eyes are a lot bigger than my stomach are sometimes. <laughs> like I mean, you know, biting off more than you can chew. I keep chewing. I don't give a damn. But I think part of and and I agree that you the way you look at some things is probably better. But I see it, and it's I don't. Uh, all right, I'm gonna say it this way. When I go after people, and this is something I learned from you and Bert, but I think I do it a different way than you do. And when I actually go after someone when we're on a topic like this, not, not defending myself, when I go off after someone, I don't care what they do or do not learn. 
they are not my goal. My goal is the horses watching me beat the dead horse. And hopefully they wake up and go either A, I don't want none of that, so they stay the fuck out of my way. Or B, huh, maybe this isn't such a good idea. Maybe I should think about this. Either way, I'm fine with both options. And I just, I can't believe it because I, I keep seeing these same things. Like, I've been stuck, oh, good God, I've been stuck on view-only mode for the last several days. Do you know how angry I am? I, my, my whole FIP suddenly was flooded with nothing but Q. It was just nothing but. Like, I, would, I went through for over an hour and I saw two funny videos. One video of a very buxomly beautiful woman. And the rest of that over an hour... It's just cute, 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 cute. And people that aren't even cute that are believing it because people of influence that are on cue say it. And rather than do their own fucking research, they follow blindly. And I hate that concept. I'm not a fucking follower. Well. So that mindset will never make sense to me. I don't understand what, what mindset. The follower mindset or my mindset? The follower mindset. Yours makes sense. I just can't do it. <laughs> do you do you realize the irony of the fact that if I had the same type of mindset that you did, we would never have made. Fr we would have never become friends because of the way that we disagreed in the beginning. That's fair. <laughs> it's like, you know what? You know what? Odin, I'll tell you, you are the bigger man, <laughs> but you may be a better one. So we'll take it. <laughs> but you know the sad part is I see it it's like how do you change people's brains like how do you I, we're looking at trying to find a way to survive right we're, we're talking you know politically fucking realistically like in our everyday lives we're looking for a way to survive and, and every time you turn around you find out the people that should be on your side or that you thought were on your side are not and it just like it repeats over and over and over again. I mean, think about it. the French the French resistance did what other people couldn't do. What people were too terrified to do. Well, it's because it's because people like to believe in absolutes, but absolutes do not exist in the human world. Does that make sense? I'm going to say yes. You know me. There are there. I understand that there are some gray areas, but some things to me are just black and fucking white. Do you want, do you want me to destroy your narrative? I can. I mean, we're almost at an hour, but I can do it really quick. Yeah, but I destroy my own narrative because I believe that oftentimes the ends justify the means, which you and I both disagree on. So correct. <laughs> that's our that's our personality difference there. Not yeah. I will right I will wrong. surgically I will surgically look for a way to to find some common ground to reach you so that, that I can dismantle your things one at a part. One at, you are uh Blitzkrieg. you no I heard a sound on TikTok, and I'm going to try to repeat it. So if I fuck it up, I apologize now. Right. And it was, you may think that I am not the sharpest knife in the drawer, 
But there is a reason that death by blunt force trauma exists. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I ain't even mad. <laughs> I ain't even mad. Because I can't argue. There are times where I can be that surgical. Yeah. Like, I would much prefer to sit here, you know, using surgical weapons, right? I would, I would much prefer to sneak in, make my point, right? Do however much damage is necessary without collateral damage, and then get out. So it's like the thief in the night that jumps in to sit here and stab somebody in the bag, slit some throat, stab something, you know, grab some stuff, and then get out. You, on the other hand, are the barbarian with two sledgehammers on a fucking steel door sitting here going, I'm here! <laughs> At the top of your lungs. Knock, knock! <laughs> Uh, and, and I feel, uh, in some regards, sometimes I think that your approach is better than mine. There are other times where I think mine's better. But that's what makes us, that's one of the reasons I appreciate our conversation so much is because I understand that my way is not the only way. There are times you need to be surgical. There are times that you need to just shock and awe the fuck out of something. Oh, and I agree. I have a but son. Who is all shock and awe? <laughs> Your son impresses me on the shock and awe scale, okay? I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> he has no self-preservation. None. I still have, like, a shred of it. <laughs> just like There are times where I start to say something and go, and nope. So, I'm going to get him for his birthday. I'm going to get him those, uh, the chop axes. They're the axes that are blunt that you use for physical activity <clears throat> because it's his method where he just, you know, because every time he comes out to help me in the yard and he picks up a bladed instrument, because we do most of our stuff using hand tools, picks up a bladed instrument. I'm always like, is this the day I'm going to have to go to the emergency room? Because <laughs> I've seen him swing an ax and I'm like, child, Please move your feet when you're swinging at a log on the ground next to your foot. Just just move them a little bit out of the way. You ever thought about buying him some metatarsal boots? You know, where they got the plate that goes all the way up the tongue? Mm-hmm. He has them. It'd not he'd help probably, I would say he'd probably rather step on people's toes with him. <laughs> I got him steel toe boots. It was the first thing he does go case his brother. Right mission. I love the mini, the mini guy. <laughs> I love he's, arson's a whole other thing. I mean, let me say something though. I, I, I saying that brought back my mind. One of the Q tards' biggest things, and yes, I call them the Q morons, the Q tards, the fuck ups, whatever you want to call them. One of the biggest things they go, well, the ghost of Kiev is fake. Well, those 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 uh, Ukrainian soldiers never said that to the Russians. When you're in war, any shred of hope, it doesn't matter if it's real or not, any shred of hope is a good thing. Yeah. If you look through American history, how many of those tales were exaggerated to bring out a sense of pride? How many of those stories either were inflated or didn't happen at all and yet they are part of the canon of the united states it's where we get the term folk hero from 
It is because it rallied people. It inspired people. Now, don't get me wrong. There's really badass shit that happened in history. And that's fucking awesome. But don't you dare sit here and take away those people who are fighting for their country. That are fighting. They're fighting for their fucking lives. They're fighting for their families. And I think that's the part that pisses me off the most. I, I, you know, I've been annoyed at Q for a long time. We've we've all known this. I, you know, but watching this latest spew of bullshit, it bothers me the most. Is they want to take away the hope of people that are fighting for their very lives. How dare they? How dare anyone? Well, you say, how dare they, because they take away hope. I say, how dare they, that they get to choose to sacrifice 40 million potential Ukrainians to stop their plan. That doesn't exist. <laughs> the plan that doesn't exist. Yeah, no, I, I get you. Must smoke me a rager. But I, I think that's the part that bothers me the most is, yeah, it, yeah I get it. They take it away hope. That's That's important to me. But after listening to your video, I hadn't thought about it that way. But you're right. And that's, you know, that's a tenant. I'm not going to ask somebody because I've always had the attitude. I'm not going to ask somebody to do something that I wouldn't do myself. Right. Mm -hmm. Either wouldn't or haven't done myself for most things. And I, I never put two and two together and thought about it that way. And when you mentioned, it's like, you know, how many lives are you willing to sacrifice because it doesn't affect you. When you decide, and and they use it for justification for the for the death penalty and for uh, for the death penalty, I would rather you know it. I think it's Black's Law or whatever. I forget what the name is exactly. When they say that I would rather one hundred guilty men go free than one innocent person be put to death for a crime they didn't commit. I know you don't you don't agree with that concept. <laughs> I know you don't. But it is the same theory as I would rather a couple of evil people exist in the world than go destroy an orphanage full of children. Then kill 46 children in the Ukraine. Because what you're saying is, is that those people's lives have no value or less of a value than somebody else. And when you get to that thinking, congratulations, you are fascist. I think there's a difference between those two examples, but okay. What two examples? The difference between having, you know, you'd rather have a hundred men avoid the death penalty than kill one innocent man versus, you know, a country. Uh, but that's more in semantics than anything else. I understand where you're coming from, but what I what I see it as is the pinnacle of cowardice. Narcissism and cowardice all wrapped up in one because they value their own lives more than anyone else, but they're willing to sacrifice anyone else for their own ideals. Something they would never do on their own. Something they're terrified of actually doing. It is the same ideology. It is the same ideology as we saw in World War II 
and that we've seen in almost every conflict. When you sit here and you get to the point in your head where those people have more value than those people, you have crossed a line. A yeah, very dangerous line. I wouldn't call it fascism, though, because think about it. In a shit hits the fan survival situation, that's exactly what we do. We prioritize our group over everyone else. Okay. Fascism was the wrong term. I, I messed up my definitions. It's not fascism. It's fucking evil. And it leads to... Okay, it's the same, it's the same way that... It's the same... <laughs> just poked up. Just poke. No, it's the same evil that Russia made when they decided that they were going to kill a certain group of people. It is the same ideology that the KKK makes. It is the same ideology that Hitler makes. It's the same ideology that... Yes, uh, the, the, the world's not sunshine and rainbow. Some people do have more value than others. And that's not based on race. That's based on the value that they bring to the table. I'm not talking about that type of value. I'm talking about their humanistic, integral value. That because they are a human being, attain a certain level of value. Yes, after that, you know, after that whole we're all human, you know, we should all, you know, stop trying to fucking kill each other. You know, <laughs> that you can add level in terms of uh, you add certain value, you know, what you bring to society, doctors and janitors and teachers and all of them have a different value to society, but their intrinsic value is the same. And right. when you okay, decide so can, when you're deciding on based on someone's nationality, race or um color yeah i can see where you're coming from but i think that's a different i think that you walk a very fine line there and what i mean by that is as as callous and horrible as this and evil i guess as this is going to sound i'd rather the one innocent man die than let a hundred people that have already killed live it's not my law dude i'm just telling you it's a it's a legal principle that they teach yeah, but I, I, okay. I just, I just, cause see, there's the, I think there's a difference between hardened criminals and you getting one wrong person. I think it's a horrible thing. I just don't think it should happen, but it's humanity. Things fuck up. Okay. Right? It's the same question that I asked in my video. Would you sacrifice, uh, say all of the Q theories are correct and there's 18 million trafficked children? And I know that it's not, right? 18 million trafficked children. Right in Ukraine, or information to them is in Ukraine. Right? Do you kill forty million Ukrainians to get it? it depends on am I am I on the front lines putting my life on the line? No, you're no. asking the forty million to uh, give no, up it, their it, own lives. If I'm not there myself, no, I don't have any right to say that. But if I am there myself, fighting on the front line, then goddamn yeah, you would kill forty million people. Innocent people. I'm not no. talking about the governments. I'm talking about the innocent people. You have 18 million children and 40 million innocent civilians. Do you kill the 40 no, million the, innocent a, civilians? Let's talk about the law of equivalent exchange there. No, I mean, at that particular point, it's not. there's no equivalency there. The, the, the scale is on the 40 million innocent people. But if you're, if you're asking them to fight, then you better fucking be on the front lines fighting with them. 
Okay. So 40 million versus 18 million, that's pretty easy. How about even numbers? 18 million Ukrainians and 18 million traffic children. That's a Sophie's choice. It really is. It's a Sophie's choice. Do you pick between 18 million innocent Ukrainians or 18 million innocent kids? To me, that's not even a choice. You're going to pick the innocent civilians. Because well, yeah, I didn't say that, that the 18 million trafficked kids you were going to get back. I just said the information for the 18 million Oh, no, kids. it's not worth No, okay, if we're talking like just the information, no. But then again, if your plan involves killing 40 million people just to get information on 18 million more, then you, you should never make plans again. I wouldn't give up 50,000, which is the estimated number, to sit here and stop the trafficking. Because let's be honest, their traffickers are just going to move somewhere else. And if you're not willing to stop it in your own fucking country where the largest demand is, then all of your shit is empty words. Well, right. And i that's what I was trying to get at is like these people are saying it from the security of their own homes, knowing they will never see that kind of danger. And right. that's my problem. I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying that. I don't like the I don't like the use of Black's Law because that's not the same equivalency. That's comparing apples to oranges in this situation to me. I get it. I was just using it as the example of equivalent exchange. Yeah, but now everybody realizes that you know Trump really is a cold blooded son of a bitch now. <laughs> oh no, anybody who's followed you on TikTok understands that. I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean it, there there is right and there is wrong and there is a, a there is a law of equivalent exchange, but what they're trying to say is a law of uh, what is the equivalent exchange just isn't sacrificing innocent people for the potential. It's not even for the actual, you know, not even saying that you can get the information. It's for the potential of getting information. I'm like, and you're telling me that with all the hackers, all the special forces, and all the operators that we have in the United States alone, we can't get that information. No, fuck I, you and fuck off. I refuse to believe that they could track down all of the information of all of the freedom people and all the January 6th people. We can't fucking track down the child traffickers. I just, exactly. I refuse to believe that. Man, but that's... here, I'm, I'm going to tell you exactly where I'm coming from in this equivalent exchange. I wouldn't sacrifice any other life other than my own for that information because I don't have the authority to make that fucking decision. Period. I do not have the ability to sit here and go, okay, I'm going to kill that person over there so that I get all of these innocent people over there. I will not do it because I don't have that authority. If it's my own life, I do. If it's somebody else's, I do not. Oh, that's what I was going to say. I'm pretty for sure that I could very easily kill somebody over there for all the information to save a bunch more over here. If my life is the one doing it. No, no, not even take another life. Lay down your life. No, I, that I can do. That I understand. No, that's, what I'm saying what is I wouldn't even getting at it. You're you're they're they're wanting other people to lay down their lives to get their to get their goal. Right. Like, okay, perfect now, see, example. I, I, okay, now I can understand that. It, you're saying that person A wants person B to lay down their life to save person C. Whereas in, in an actual, and he doesn't have the authority to do that, but if person A was willing to lay down their life to save person C, that's a perfectly fine choice. Right. No, that I can agree with. Okay. 
So I was going to say, I hate to tell you this, but if it's one scumbag versus saving even, you know, one other person, I'm going to get rid of the scumbag. But that's not what you were discussing. Now I get it. Okay. I can agree to that. Yeah, I'm, I don't think... I think we're both on the same page on that, where you're just coming at it from different directions. These well, people are wanting to stay at home and never face danger, but ask the Ukrainians to lay down their lives. Yeah. Yeah, fuck them. The, I now, you, it's narcissism and, and it's narcissism and cowardice rolled up in one. Now, I want to talk about why they're so willing to believe that everything is a fake. Because if they were faced with reality, they would have to accept the consequences for their own actions? No, no, no. Hold on. People sit here and believe that Q has all of this power to bring up all of this stuff and to uncover all of this knowledge. Right? Right. Who is to say that Q... Why would you believe everything that Q puts up and not with the mainstream media? Okay, bad example. But, <laughs> but listen. Why would you believe that they're telling the truth to you and they're not? Why would you sit here and accept the fact that all of this stuff is doctored from the past because you did a Google search on it when it's just as easy to sit here and make the same article and post date it as such? Right. We discussed this. Like, you know, me being the technology. Is it neophyte or Neanderthal, the word I'm looking for? Yeah, me being the the absolute tech novice that I am, like I, I play with tech, it breaks, right? I could come up with a twit with what looks like a very convincing Twitter from four years ago. Right. You're going to tell me that your only evidence is a twit, nothing official, nothing from any other document, no other thing, but a, a, a screenshot of a tweet that you can't find the original tweet, but you could find out that that picture started circulating three days ago. Right. The internet is forever. I, even my dumb ass when it comes to technology knows that. So, but they're willing to do it because it means they don't have to, it means they're justified. Okay. But the same media that they claim that they distrust, the fact checkers that they claim to despise and they don't believe, were all up in arms when 13 soldiers were killed in Afghanistan. Were you there? Or were those 13 people made up? I know people are going to say, how dare you, Odin, bring that up. But why can you believe them on one story and not the other? Why is it 13? Because if you're going to look at a rallying call... The death of 13 American soldiers is one hell of a fucking rallying call, ain't it? For yeah. outrage, you know, same kind of shit you're being fed in Ukraine. Same kind of shit that Russia's feeding their own people. Why is it okay to believe one and not the other? Because it's your own personal fucking narrative. Either you believe it all or you don't believe it all. Or you believe that there's a mixed bag. But then, when somebody sits here and doesn't believe it, you can't go, you're so fucking stupid because you believe it, but you believed it before. How about, you know, the same people that sit here and, you know, Russia is bad or Ukraine is bad for whatever reason didn't have a problem with the United States declaring war in the Middle East. 
Didn't have the same problem about declaring war in Afghanistan. Didn't have the same problem when we were bombing people, you know, you know, when Obama was president, when Trump sits here and decided that he was going to do missile strikes. I know that story doesn't get picked up very often, but it was very early in his presidency before yeah. he knew better, but he still did it. He just didn't start no wars. That's the difference. But he did bomb people. People want to sit here and they, they're talking about, like, I watched it today, sit here and buy, Biden, Biden, Biden. Biden is bad. Biden did this. Biden is anti-gun. Biden is this. I just want you to remember Trump was there for the red flag laws. Trump was there for the binary trigger. Trump was there for the bump stock. Trump was there for, you know, all of this anti-gun shit, but everybody forgets it because your memory is short and you believe your own fucking propaganda, and that's the problem. Because history may not repeat, but it damn sure rhymes. Yep, and that is where we're going to end it. With that, I'm Odin. This is Tier. And we will see you again on another episode of Winter's Call. The preceding podcast is brought to you by Heimdall, Keeper of the Bifrost.